the following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Ramblers podcast presented to you by the CSPN. I am one half of your host, Jeremy, a.k.a. Black Dante on Twitter, a.k.a. Confucius, a.k.a. Say No to Coworkers, a.k.a. Y'all Niggas is Wildin'. And as always, I'm joined by my friend and my co-host, the the high priestess of hot takes herself, Candy. It is indeed I, and it's literally London and Mommy. You, just, you gotta get on, honey. Say hi. Say we here. Hot takes galore. Yeah, you just put your finger at mommy nose and ruined the moment. You broke our trust. Oh, go play. Uh, <laughs> You're doing amazing. It's your girl Candice, uh, formerly known as Intense Desire, but now you can find me on Twitter at London and Mommy. And uh, we have a special guest. More than a special guest, we actually have. The amazing person who suggested that we take the Ratchet recap from Crown and Collars, go listen to the latest episode if you haven't, and turn it into a podcast and discuss reality TV and pop culture and and things that we love. And I'm going to let her introduce herself. Hey, everybody. Um, My name is Anissa, a.k.a. Equality Mess on Twitter, a.k.a. Petty Shabazz, a.k.a. Ruthie McRatchet, and um, just... I'm happy to be here. This is pretty cool. So thank y'all for having me. Thank you. Like our brand ambassador. Yes. <laughs> I, yes, honestly, truly, the brand ambassador. Uh, no kidding. But uh, thank you for... um. Yeah, because we know you can add. Kitty lost $10,000 in the shuffle that wasn't lost. But... Right. Quote, unquote, lost a whole ass... Anyway, Kitty, Kitty a whole ass weirdo. But yes, we are so thankful that we um this is gonna be fun um and thank you for giving us the um uh, the suggestion and the idea um and also just thank you in general like you've been rocking with crown and college for a long time um you obviously have been support supportive of this show it was your idea and we thank you and uh we uh hope we've been doing you proud by uh, re- reviewing this theater yeah that's my experience <laughs> yes london yes well, you know, you got two um, terrible motherfuckers like us uh, on the podcast. Ain't nothing going to end well, so it's, it's fine. It's fine. Let me tell you, I, listen, so Jeremy is my friend, but I never correlated the two. But I just put two and two together that his birthday is on Valentine's Day. What kind of, what kind of terrible ass shit was life dealing to make a nigga this grumpy birthday be on the day for lovers? <laughs> <laughs> listen, I cannot wait to bring y'all our Valentine's Day episode just because I'm going to bother Jeremy so bad about being Cupid with no arrows. Wow. 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 Jeremy wow. the type of nigga to make his arrows uh, create disdain in people. Oh, all right. All right. All Don't right. Don't be being in love to... Nigga, why the fuck is you in my house? Go home. All right. 
That is enough. That is e goddamn enough. Okay. Uh, see, yeah. it, see it, wait. It, it, it be your own niggas every time. It be your own niggas. Jeremy <laughs> is the type of nigga that send you a fruit basket for Valentine's Day. All right. <laughs> All right. Not no edible arrangement, just a basket of fruit. <laughs> <laughs> like that Christmas basket that. of fruit. Can't cut up. None cut up. <laughs> Oranges dinged up. Banana getting right. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. I'm just saying. So we got that, but today, uh, today we gonna we gonna give you with you've been waiting for it's been an interesting week in reality tv but first i'm gonna let jeremy pay the bills so we can keep the lights on and y'all can get some shopping suggestions on how to help us pay the bills because when you shop we can keep podcasting that is correct um and how you can do that is go to our website cspn.us and click on that podcast tab and you can listen to every episode of ratchet ramblings thus far and you can excuse me you can then mosey on over to that Keep Off Podcast free tab, excuse me, and shop with all of our sponsors that our boss man CEO Classic has introduced us. We have um, Blue Apron, we have uh, Wine Co, we have um, our, our, our standards on Amazon, um, Busted Tees. We have something, all kinds of sponsors. And all every portion purchase that you make through our website, it gives him a portion of the brick. Keep the lights on, as Candace said. And Keep Ratchet Ramblings, Crown of Collars, and all of our other wonderful shows on the CSPN free. So you won't have to pay to listen to me sound like a Lama Rita and a chicken plate, a chicken finger plate from Zaxby's. So, <clears throat> with that said, let's our bills have been paid. So uh, let's get into the show. Let's get into the fuckery. So, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, before we do that, yeah. First off, don't pay no bills in here. Um, y'all have got to stop being weird on social media. Look, you know, y'all are weird in a multitude of ways, but I, listen, I, I typically respect Shannon Sharp's views on blackness and police brutality and freedom of speech to, and, and right to protest in the NFL regarding race relations. But he did something really weird that kind of turned me off from him. And... Just because you got the back in the black people don't mean you get to get outlandish and be stupid. You know, because you know how black people are. We bootleg, so you know we'll pull our support in the New York Minute. <laughs> you know, he, he made a weird comment because Lou Williams said that open relationships are not that uncommon amongst athletes and other, you know, celebrities that is something that happens more often than you think. And Shannon Sharp went on this weird rant about snitches get stitches and he's snitching on people and now he got girlfriends and wives questioning if this is really happening and he need to sit the fuck down it was like uh okay and Lou Lou Williams responded and he was like I'm not talking about situations of infidelity I'm talking about consensual situations where more than one party agrees to be in a relationship with each other and he like still nobody asked your opinion Nobody care about your situation. Don't don't tell nobody else business. And he like, uh, okay, OG, this is a bit mm-hmm. much. You have a nice day. Right, you wildin'. So, I, to, in my opinion, <clears throat> now, like Hannah said, I do uh, folks with Shannon Sharp. Um, he is very astute and intelligent on race relations and stuff, especially as it's been pertaining to the NFL. But to uh, 
sounded like a nigga with a guilty conscience for me, to me, because uh, what Lou Williams was talking about don't pertain to you, so why the hell you down on this hill talking about he snitching and snitches get snitching? Like, nigga, this ain't an episode of The Wire. Like, what are you doing? Like, are you okay? This ain't tax stone and Troy Ave. We just talking. All right. About- <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying all the man was talking about was three people in a consensual relationship. Like, what's the big whoop? And it's right. funny that men he died on that hill because men talk all the time about how they wish it wasn't treated so taboo to have relationships like that, and they wish more women was open to that kind of thinking. And you like about to lose your whole goddamn mind about it, like. Just go drink some cognac and and smoke that unfreaked black and mild and have a good day. Thank you. Like you, you that man wasn't even talking about you or your situation, and then you went into tech mode. It's like okay, okay, Shannon. All right. Exactly. Your conscience was long as your goddamn face. (laughs) That what snap off the shoe must have fit somewhere. He was lacing that motherfucker up height. Like like Ellen's Kendrick Lamar Nikes and shit. That motherfucker. <laughs> that nigga that nigga laced that nigga brought his damn cleats out of retirement and laced them up them bitches up to now that fighting that battle that wasn't even a fight. Lou just looking like okay. Oh, hmm. Exactly. So, okay. But yeah, that's that was something that I just I just recently saw it on Twitter, that's why it was fresh on my mind. But let's go ahead and jump into this week's uh reality TV. And it's related drama. So let's get to the love and hip hop. First off, let's just Mona, it's time to take New York off the air. It is so dry this season. It Listen. is so dry. Like we tried. We getting we getting one storyline per episode. It's that dry. We tried, Mona. We tried, but goddammit, enough is enough shit. We midway through the season, there's no discernible drama. Nothing. All we know is that Rich Dollars got the sugar. Right. <laughs> Sugar goes on us. And, and Ais is a liar. Listen, li- listen. We, we, we. Yes, London. Yes, that was London speak for she wilder. But listen, let me tell you something. Ais is well. We get her. But yes, Mona even need to scrap New York, or at the very least, rebrand it. Like give her exactly. bring, bring back, bring back people that we eat, even bring back people that we actually care about, or rebrand it because. Something, cause something got to give. But this shit is like, it, it, it's depressing, Mona. It really is. Like I, I like we deserve that. We really do. This is not okay. Like what you doing? What are you doing? Are you okay, Mona? No, the fuck you not. You listen. So, Yandy plans this trip to go to Barbados because they got hit really bad during the string of hurricanes that just came through and fucked shit up all across the the globe. And so they are going to Barbados to do some charity work. And somehow or some, well, Jonathan forced his way into bringing Anais, which I, I still don't get. I mean, I get it because it's a business thing. But at the same time, Yandy clearly don't like Anais. Like, she clearly rubbed her the wrong way. You could look at her face when Anais is in the room. It looked like she got a poop the whole time. <laughs> right, it's like, every time Anais in the room, like it seemed like Yandy bundles just rise. The steam on them. The, yes. It's like she got gas. She looked right. gassy the whole time they're in the room together. Right. She always look at Anais like she constipated. She definitely does. Right. That's how you know you don't fuck with somebody when when you when some when you can just look at somebody and just you just you just look at them with just disgust and disdain like that's how you know that shit fucked up 
So Anais promised she was gonna come and help, and she's all about charity. Tfe mm. get her dumb looking ass to Barbados and want a vacation and lay out by the beach and drink mojitos and pissed everybody off. Right, and I'm just like, and then look, we have said on this show multiple times that how, especially in the early episodes, Jonathan does move funny and the nigga is whole ass married. However. When Anais said that that nigga wasn't being a good friend when he told when he told her like sis you wildin' right now like what the fuck you doing I was like okay Anais you you was a whole you a whole ass weirdo like what what everybody here working here for the cause actually putting like petty shit aside and doing a good thing you out here trying to uh um uh, you out here trying to flash your damn uh geriatric hick bitch hick bitch cakes out here. <laughs> And, and and Jonathan and, and as your friend Jonathan is like, girl, what the fuck you doing? Like you wild and you say this nigga is taking Dandy side and he fake and he not a good friend. I'm like, okay, so not only do you talk slow, you actually are slow. Like, what the fuck are you doing, Anais? She is slow as her music career. She, all right, all right, okay. You didn't lie, but still. And she she is Anais is just I, <sighs> like that was really weird to me. Like you're like four hundred and. Uh, she is like old than a motherfucker. Like she definitely is. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure her and Morgan Freeman were next door neighbors in their youth. The fact that, that Wikipedia says she's like 33 is astounding. I know they 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 bullshitting. You know, you know you know you know you know because you can edit Wikipedia. Uh, I refuse to believe it. I refuse to believe it. she thir- she 32 squared. She 100 and 132. I need to see her birth certificate to believe she's the same age. As- well, first, well, first of all, if you try to see her birth certificate, it'll probably be like in a parchment in like the medieval. You know, like in like you see, the, it'll be in a Game of Thrones scroll. In her age. That's how old she is. That's enough. Too far? Okay, cool. Okay, okay cool. I didn't lie though. All these bitches got beef with each other. All of them. Like Jaquay, new girlfriend got beef with Bri- uh, Bree. Bree got beef with Bianca. Bianca got beef with Cat Dream Dog. Dream Dog got beef with Mariah. Mariah got beef with drugs. <laughs> <laughs> like Mar- Mariah got beef with drugs. Mariah got beef with self esteem. Mariah got beef with showers. Mariah got beef with sick. She just a she just a beefing bitch. She just she just want fighting motherfuckers. She just fight battles that she can't win. Mariah got beef with success. Mariah just got beef with all her life she had to fight to get to nowhere. <laughs> you know how sad your life got to be while you fighting your whole life and you still don't get no goddamn well. Jesus, Tyrone, Barkevius Christ. How the hell you always finding you don't get no win? Like yo, yo, ain't ain't nothing but L's in your comment. Nothing. Mm. Got new titties, they trash. Like goddamn, Mariah, Jesus. Those mm. titties look like speed bumps. Mm. Like you got to slow down when you approach them, or you gonna mm. fuck your exhaust system up. Mm, 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 mm. I I can't find the lie. I can't find the lie. She, you know, her titties look like you know, like when you getting like. Powder out to wash clothes, and like how sometimes the shit lump together and make a little ball. No ass off this podcast. <laughs> Too far. Okay. Ooh. All right. Yeah. All right. Get your ass off this podcast now. Okay. You got to go. Okay. Cool. All right. 
Oh, them titties do look like oatmeal that ain't. They do. It do look like thick ass oatmeal that's been sitting out. Uh, refresh a little bit, but yes, you did not lie. You did not lie. But still, I mean, I mean, I, I've seen no no lies on this podcast. I just want to know why I got to be the one to go. Listen, you being you being flagrant already, and we only into one show, so okay. I can't imagine what the fuck you finna have going. You know what? Fair, fair, yep. fair. But you're right. All all of them fighting, and look, bless bless Remy for trying. Bless Remy for trying. I like I like how I like how when they was in the uh when they was in the car or the truck or whatever, and Mariah Lynn would plead her case, and Remy was like, "Uh, bitch, do you see my face right now? I'm not amused." First of all, <laughs> he had no business offering to do Nan piece of song with Mariah in the first fucking place. Well, you know she got you know she got to do charity work to get her get off her parole. You know that's all that was. I was just like, okay, that's enough. And that's like that's really all I got for my New York until next week when shit really supposed to get interesting. I wanna know, first of all, I do where the hell they get Hennessy from? What what the hell Mona got her back on? What why I didn't know she was I didn't even know she was still with us until she was uh defending Cardi, defending out uh defending um what's that y'all name? Offset, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even know Hennessy was still with us until then. And I damn sure wasn't expecting her to be to be back on Love and Hip Hop New York. I was like, what Mona, where the hell you pull her from? Shit, Cardi go make sure that family get to a check. That, that you know what? You know what? That is actual and factual. That 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 is correct. I wouldn't uh, mind I wouldn't mind Hennessy being a recurring guest on uh, New York, truthfully. I, yeah, I agree. I agree. Oh, I know how what do y'all think about uh, I know we talked about this in the chat. Uh, Bianca is the biggest bird on the show, but she also the bird with the she also got the best hands, so it kind of fucks it up. Cause oh you, God, I'm so glad you brought that up. Let me tell you something, Bianca. Uh, whatever Bree said, Bianca did. She did that shit, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you why. <laughs> if you tell me, if you accuse me of fucking your boyfriend, trying to fuck your boyfriend, or being in your boyfriend text messages on some shady slick shit, and your defense every time it's brought up is, I'm not gonna say that you lying, I'm just gonna try to fight you because I'm mad you, you exposed me. You did that shit. Let me tell you something. Bri- Bianca ain't got no business in that woman's boyfriend text messages unless she on some snake shit. I don't even want to be associated with nobody that somebody I don't like is cool with. We don't got nothing to talk about. Damn sure not your boyfriend. I don't want to be cool with your mama. I don't want to be cool with your manager at work. I don't even want to go to the same uh, goddamn McDonald's you go to if I know you go there regularly. Fuck you and everything related to you. So the fact that she can't come out and say, bitch, you lying. I was never in your, your nigga text messages or no shit like that. She Like, she did it. And so she is wrong. And the beef is valid, but Brie can't fight. And when you can't right, fight, so <laughs> right. When you can't fight though, you gotta pick your beats. Exactly. Because you because Bianca be beating you the fuck up every time. Like, Effortlessly at that. Without shoes. Every time <laughs> you, get the, you get beat the fuck up every time you and, and Bianca go head to head. So maybe you should just go beat your boyfriend up for even entertaining it and leave Bri- Bianca the fuck alone. Because you don't have no hands for Bianca. Right, you're right. Like that's what I'm saying. Like Bianca, Bianca wrong, and she is like in this situation the, the the biggest bird, but she also got the best hands. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of 
Like, I ain't going to say you can be trifling like that, but the repercussions for being trifling like that aren't really that great when you can actually beat the next bitch up. Right. Usually usually when you trifle it like that, it's it, the repercussions um, is steeper because usually the person that's doing the trifling shit can't fight. But when the person that's doing the trifling shit can fight, I don't know how you reckon And especially when you can't fight, I don't know how you reconcile that. <laughs> you can't. She got to wave the white flag. White flag. She got to let that shit go because she's going to get her ass in. Yeah, she gonna get beat the her real bad. She gotta call the truce. Yeah, she got. They gotta hug it out. Right, they gotta. You know, they gotta have a way to exhale on the song because goddamn. I'm so tired of Bianca being in her face in two seconds flat. That bitch like a t- Bianca moved like a Tesla. She go from zero to ninety miles per hour in one point three seconds. She was across the room before anybody else even got up out their seat. I was like, "Is she a fucking chipmunk? What is going on?" Yeah, I was amazed. Listen, let me tell you something. When Remy, when Remy got down, looked at Bree, then looked back at Bianca. Bianca was already over there at Bree. Yeah, that's. Everybody was like, "What the fuck?" Like, 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 and she signed the hedgehog. Like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> like, what's going on here? Got, look, she got the speed, the hair, and the hands. Like, signed the hedgehog. Goddamn, Brie. She do. She do. Bianca the hedgehog. Bianca for president. Shit. Bianca, that, that's gonna be the new second game. Bianca the hedgehog. She makes me nervous, that. and I never met the bitch. Right. Right. But I definitely. I definitely want her on my team, so she'll pop off. I'm just saying. That's true. Yeah. Uh, but so, but I think that's that's it for New York. Let's move to Miami, where, where niggas be for real. Go, go ahead and get it out, cause I know you're gonna say it. You've been saying it all all this weekend in the group chat. Go ahead and say it. You can go ahead. Your your favorite. Your so, your young Hollywood is still not dead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I am thoroughly upset. And I feel betrayed. That's that's right. I said it. Betrayal, the, the ultimate betrayal that this nigga is still on people TV. The swindle, the lies. Ooh, it's it's so bad. <laughs> I'm just unfortunately, unfortunately, young Hollywood is still with us. Unfortunately. <laughs> um, I would say this. I would say this. It's still fuck him, but I am glad him and Amara finally had a talk. It took him. Five fucking episodes to actually genuinely apologize for the first time, but I am glad that they they squashed a, n- a nigga with tattoos on his eyelids. Listen, so her he could be sophisticated. What realized he was being a prejudiced piece of shit. It took him. It took. It took. It took a nigga with tattoos on his eyes, as you said, and also who referred to himself in the third person. So it took him five whole ass episodes. To recognize that he would be in a piece of shit, and that he it might behoove him to genuinely apologize and apologize because he wrong, not because of what he might get from somebody else. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Dear JoJo, <laughs> listen, I listen. I love an intentionally messy bitch on reality TV, and I do believe that JoJo is that bitch for Miami. She was intentional about leaving that goddamn party and taking her ass right to a modest mama's kitchen to talk mm-hmm. about how they was talking about her while she wasn't there and how they all working with young undead. Yeah, all right. 
I that like may or may not be the show title. Young and Dead. I like that shit, but I like the fact that she didn't participate. It didn't run till that. She got the fuck up, ran, told that, and told them that I ran and told that. Now do something about it. Yeah, like, I, you know, she you can't. You, right, you can't. I mean, it's messy, but if she being honest about the mess, I mean, can you really, what can you really do? Not shit. You really can't do nothing. She was like, yeah, I told her. She was like, yeah, I told her. And and with, and with her friend, um, with Amara's friend, I forget her damn name, Step or whatever the fuck her name is. When she was like, when she was like, I didn't say that. JoJo was like, bitch, what did we talk about the whole goddamn night? It was it was marvelous. And it was good to see Juju's outlandishly gorgeous self. First of all, I didn't realize Juju was that tall. Listen. That's a, a tall, tall, tall ass drink of fine. Yeah. Gorgeous and perfect. Like she is just Yes. I love her. She seems so sweet. Like she'd turn up on your ass too. When that Cuban, when her Cuban side, when that Cuban get this flashing through, and she, cause she was about to punch Young Hollywood tattoo off his eyelid. Listen, let me tell you something. Listen, let me tell you something. When Juju turned the fuck up, listen, listen. I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, Candace, she about to get her, get your wish, cause she finna kill this nigga. I was, I was hoping. I sure was hoping. Listen, he read his ass into the goddamn grave. And was about to put hands and feet on that nigga. She was like, "No, no, no! What the fuck you won't do is come for this beautiful Afro Latina Amara." Uh, now, cause <clears throat> now I have to admit, hey, she looked good in the motherfucking them wigs. That, that too, also as well, my friend. But have to admit, cause I've been seeing a lot of a lot of y'all, and as, remember y'all the golden rule: if it don't apply, let it fly. But I've been seeing a lot of people. Saying that they tired of Amara and tired of the, the colorism talk and all this X Y Z in the third, you see nobody saying that about Juju when she read her, read your Hollywood ass. So I was like, hmm. So I guess I guess it depends on the message because when Amara said it, y'all was like, I'm tired of this. It's boring. Move on. Blah blah blah. When Juju said it, it was like, yeah. So I'm like, hmm. Is it? Uchiwaka? Well, like, I kind of feel it. Amara is. I love her. She's a sweet girl, but she whines a lot. She whines. Even her tone of voice, oh my god. What I can't say is you can tell the difference in their ages. You can yeah. tell that Amada is in her, she's got to be what, in her early 20s probably? Yeah, she. You can tell the difference in their confidence and how they carry themselves. You can tell Juju is older. Ju- when Juju talks, her foot is on your neck when she's talking. You don't have an option. You're going to listen what the fuck she's saying, and you're going to respect her, and then you're going to get out her face. Amada's face. Oh, my God. I can't believe y'all are still friends with young Hollywood. I can't believe we're still talking about this. I, like, it's, it's, it's not confident. It's kind of like, please pacify me because my feelings are still hurt. So I, I do understand, like, the the difference in the reaction to when they talk about the same subject because Juju is kind of, hers is confident and Amada's is, I want to be confident, I want to believe in myself, but I still just don't all the way yet. And it comes across, she comes across pretty bratty at times. Uh, uh, She's a little bit trying to convince herself. Yes. I, I, I 
I can rock with that. I can rock with that. I, I, yeah, that that I, I would say this. That is a very more nuanced take that I can agree with than what I saw other people doing. This thing, like what I what I saw from some other people, was it like it was they were more over the issue itself than depending on who said. It. But I agree. I agree. That's a very more fleshed out and nuanced way because I, cause I agree because sometimes my, like like you said we love Amara but sometimes it is you can definitely tell like Juju is like I'm here so what and Amara is still kind of like trying to prove herself that is that is exactly what it is it, but uh, I feel like with a friend like Juju cause she was saying like they grew up together but I think Juju is considerably older than Amara like I don't believe they're like really close to the same age but they know each other because that community in Miami is probably really close knit. You know, it's just probably like how you can go to Little Haiti and, and the Haitian folks know each other. So, yeah. But uh, I I hate that. So I was saying this when we were kind of pre gaming. Amara is a really sweet girl, but she's really naive, and she really is going to have to get a team behind her. Because she quickly falls into the fold of the mess. Like, as soon as JoJo was like, girl, they was talking about you. She was like, ooh, girl, they was talking about you, too. Like, I wouldn't have played into that. I would have thanked her for telling me what was being said. But I wouldn't have been like, girl, yeah, they was talking shit about you, too, bitch. It wouldn't have, I wouldn't, it wouldn't have been that for me. You wouldn't have bonded over enemies. Nah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have played, played it like that. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think as time I I agree. I think what Amara she just needs to get with a team and she needs to get with some people that's gonna teach her how to like move with some discernment. Definitely. Cause, cause and we we've been saying this for like the past two weeks now. Once she saw how Veronica and that other girl moved, she should have been like, um, you know what? Mm, y'all moving like wheels. Let me just move and moonwalk my ass away from you. Cause y'all, y'all, y'all moving, y'all moving like some weirdo. I ain't got time. Yeah, pretty much. So, I agree. I, I, I think she tonight. She young, you know. She, she, you know, making young dumb decisions. You know, like she. I think in time she will get a team that'll teach her how to move with some discernment. And like when you see a motherfucker moving, moving funny, walk the hell away from that. Um, but that comes with time, and I think she'll get a team. Like she still got time. It ain't like, you know, it ain't like somebody like a. Um, shit, off the top of my head, like a like a Mariah Lynn, who is just it's too late for her. She ne- it w- she never had a future, and she damn sure ain't got one now. <laughs> but Amara, it's still hope for Amara. Yeah, it is still hope for Amara. Yeah, I agree about that. So let me tell you, let me tell you who I'm tired of. I'm so goddamn sick of Jeffrey and Pleasure P. Where I want to be faced as I'm so tired of goddamn niggas. First of all, let me tell you what I'm not about to deal with with pleasure, pleasure P and the P stand for pork neck bone. Um, <laughs> I am listen. Pork chops and collard greens. <laughs> Peas, greens, potatoes, tomatoes. All right, Ruth. All, right. yep. all right. Okay. All right. Do you name? <laughs> Yeah, I, I had to Google it. Yeah, Juju is like 37 and Amada is 27. She's 37? Yeah, Juju is 37. Listen. Whoa. 
black don't crack, man. It's, 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 I was you beat me to it, especially in her case. Cause God damn, that is one gorgeous ass woman. I thought so like, you, you broke up a little bit. Oh my bad. Is that better? Yeah. So I listen. First of all, that ex girlfriend of pleasure piece. She has a right to be upset. That's the first thing. Agreed. You. I contacted you, and the first thing out of your mouth should have been, it's no hard feelings, but I'm in a relationship. Period. That, that would have shut everything down. Instead, you entertained her. You entertained the thought of rekindling something. You omitted a whole girlfriend that you're living with who relocated to be with you. You didn't tell this woman. She showed up. She get popped in the head with a mint chocolate chip ice cream cone, and you acting like you were upset. Listen, I'm so damn tired of pleasure be like this nigga this nigga put both Shay and his ex Gabby put both of them in a precarious situation. Got got Shay over here throwing shit at her with damn um with with, with Tom Brady at- me of, that shit remind me of the movie Wanted. Uh, <laughs> nigga had the Angelina Jolie bullet bending precision. Listen <laughs> Assassin's Creed shit. Like she Got her, got Gabby getting thrown, shit thrown out. I got Shay out here looking stupid. Well, I'm, well, it is Shay, so she gonna look stupid anyway. But I mean, see. she's helping make herself look stupid. First of all, Shay wigs look like look <laughs> like the hair on them Lego people. <laughs> I knew we were gonna get that wig, that wig, them wigs, that wig, baby. that one that's painted on and it don't move. Uh, that shit don't move. Her wigs ain't been moving since Scrappy proposed to Eric on Love and Hip Hop at the reunion. And we just to stay the shock. Them wigs been dead ever since a nigga proposed to another bitch on her. Yeah, damn on them. God damn. Somebody photoshopped the picture of her when that happened with Francine from Arthur, and I can't I, unsee all right. every time I look at her. I, I just can't. It was so bad because it was so accurate. It was so accurate. So accurate. She really so- black. It it was like if you like if you put a friend scene in a Tyler Perry wig, you shake. Oh my god, Perry <laughs> wig. That wig, that wig is absolute trash. Like it is, I ain't never seen like. Mm, mm, what a friend we had in Jesus. Well, that that wig ain't got no damn friend. That wig, that wig is framed with the devil. And that shit, that, <laughs> that wig, that bag got to be Satan. Ain't no way in hell. Yeah, that ain't that's a that's a supernatural wig. That's right. a that's a possessed by demons wig. Right, that's a wig from the grudge. That's what the fuck that is. The ring. Yeah, that's from right, the Trump yeah. people for sure. Yes, that wig gonna come out the TV on your head. <laughs> <laughs> and we ain't died seven days ago. That wig is awful. That wig. Uh, oh, wait, oh, wait, needs to come off. Her wig needs to come off. Your wig needs to come off. Uh, can we? Can we get to the <laughs> Bobby? Oh, back up. Um, this old white bitch and Prince. Listen, they look like a mother and son having uh parenting issues. It's so weird. This Michelle Pooch bitch. She every bit of ninety three. Prince every bit of 14, and they be arguing back and forth like it's not enough money coming through Miami for both of them. Right. I'm saying it's not enough parties for both of y'all to get paid. That's what I'm fucking confused about. Miami yeah. is Miami, one of the biggest party cities in the United States. Exactly. Is arguing about clubs. 
Y'all don't even look Wait. like y'all play the same type of music and shit. Like y'all, there's a lane for you both. Why are you arguing? Right. Like, like, is, like, is one of y'all about to get evicted? Like, what is going on? What is happening? What, <laughs> what is true? And first of all, can't like I agree. It's like you know what they're arguing. You know what they're arguing remind me of. Remember, like those episodes of like Doctor Phil when they were having like an out of control team. <laughs> oh my god. That's what it reminded me of with Prince and and, and Cooch arguing. Like an episode of Maury. Yeah, yes. Maury, my team is just out of control and doesn't listen to a word I say. Maury, it's your boy Prince. Yeah, I like to fuck bitches and I make them so <laughs> Like, what? This shit do seem like they need the dude they used to wear the, uh, the cardigans with no shirt under it. Oh my god. What was that nigga's back? name? Yes! <laughs> like, what is, what, 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 what is truth? But yeah, get, get Prince and Cooch the fuck off my TV screen. Like, I don't care. Go handle y'all, y'all, my, y'all mother son issues somewhere the fuck else. Right. Get that away from me and my family. Baby, I have never in my life, I've seen some good fights in my day, both on the internet and off. Yes. When I tell you nothing brought me more joy then seeing little ass Bobby Lights knock a nigga into the bushes at a pool party. Woo! Listen, listen, and then what killed me was, well, first of all, you know Bobby was there to fuck shit up. He walked in like, okay, bitch, when I see, I got, I'm gonna whoop your ass, and I'm gonna whoop your ass. I might whoop your ass if you jump in. Right. He walked in on a fight. Listen, let me tell you something. Now, Bobby is annoying as fuck, but he is not wrong in this situation at all. And the audacity of Jeffrey to be like, you, Bobby hit him and Jeffrey said that was the ultimate disrespect. Nigga, you are a whole ass cheating on this man. What are you talking about? What did you say? What are you doing? First of all, Prince was dressed like a hobo. <laughs> he had socks, shorts, a shirt, and a sweater on top of the shirt. I was like, okay, this nigga don't know if he want to get under the blanket and light a bonfire or if he want to lay out by the pool. That nigga, that nigga would dress like split the rent to him. <laughs> oh, my Jesus. <laughs> no. I, listen, I, furthermore, if you are going to cheat, the very least you could do is cheat with someone who is out and proud so that you don't run the risk of exposing them before they're ready to come out. That meant like you cheating and now this man whole ass sexuality been exposed before he was ready for it to be and you look like a whole ass fool because you in the bushes getting beat the fuck up. Listen, Bobby turned into a goddamn honey badger and whooped his ass. <laughs> I'm talking about whooped his ass. I ain't talking about he ain't stopping just the punch. The first punch he threw. Oh no 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 no! That's not what. That's not what Bobby Lights did. Bobby Lights went after that nigga. He was like, he was like, he was, he was like, oh, you gonna cheat? Well, I'm gonna ch- enter the cheat code and get these hands, and I got a, I got a gift for you, which is this fist upside your motherfucking fedora. He listen. After he whipped his ass in the previews for next week, his concealer's still in place. <laughs> that's that satin spray. He got that good satin spray. He got that um that Urban Decay all nighter spray on. <laughs> them eyebrows and still snack. He got up like ain't shit happened. 
Now that's how you know you a bad bitch when you can whoop somebody's ass and no and your beat still intact. Like not only did you beat not only did you beat your face, you beat his ass. Now that's that is a feat. That's enough. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I mean that fact that you did say I was a horrible person, so correct. Yeah. Um, so, then on top of that, then on top of that, I Jeffrey gotta be like Jeffrey, Malik. I love how Malik just stood there was like, oh no. <laughs> I love how he was like, uh, oh shit, what's going on? Cut them cameras off. <laughs> Malik, Malik was just like, oh no, I, I want no parts of this. He was, he was like, I ain't finna get in this shit. He was like, no. <laughs> he just left that nigga. He just let Jeffrey get his ass whooped. I mean, in fact, if it wasn't shit, he was going to be able to do. But still. He could have tried. You could at least pinch the bitch. I, right. <laughs> right. I was just saying, if you cheat with this man, the least you could do is pinch the bitch. Dude, That's what I'm saying. You done went from sucking my dick to watching me get beat the fuck up. What kind of love is we trying to have? Right. What, the, what does love have to do with it? About moving in and you been watching nigga beat my ass. Sounded like, hey, Michelle, that man beat my ass. Yes, he did. <laughs> he sure did. Look, you don't want you don't yeah. went for you so bad you start talking in slave talk. He showed did you don't talk he don't talk about move we don't talk about moving in and then you just gonna watch this man move his fist into my face. Like what where is the love? In the bushes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Along with his self respect and his dignity. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, that nigga, I think he got beat. That nigga stripped. <laughs> Under his teeth in them bushes, too. The shit was real bad. Oh, shit. It this week. Listen, I, I, have, I have to admit, Bobby, Bobby Lights gave us theater. Shakespearean. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's it for, uh, for my animal. Yeah, next week going to be good. Next week is going to be good. Oh, speaking of, nigga, the preview for next week, that got damn... <laughs> That guy, that goddamn JoJo go sit down with Veronica. Oh, <laughs> tell her I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> About to hit her with the Chappelle, bitch. I'm rich. I'm a millionaire. Hey, I'm sorry, man. I know JoJo missing, but she owed it, and she be having comebacks. I'm like, what can you do with it? Like. <laughs> I mean, what can you really say about a motherfucker that owns the fact that she missing and will also read your ass? Like, what do you do with that? Uh, Throw hands. You can say to somebody when they tell you I'm rich and you not, because that's just what it is. Right. I know and she just got to beat her up. I know JoJo and them come from long money because when her daddy told her mama, "I will spend a million dollars so that you don't get another dime of my money," you will spend a million dollars just to keep from paying your wife some alimony. Holy shit! Right. Spend a million. I will spend a million dollars to ensure that you don't get another dime of money from me. Oh, goddamn. That money long as a monthly. Listen, I'm not spending a thousand dollars in the in the divorce. To be honest, I'm not getting divorced. You if we decide we're not gonna be together, we about to have to find two people that's okay with the fact that we never getting divorced because the shit expensive. <laughs> not going to court or nothing. <laughs> you about to move out my bedroom and move your new girlfriend in, but ain't no divorce, bitch. We done with that. We all that that's too expensive. Right, we we offer we are, we on we on spirituality now. We on spiritual. Now. You better spiritual sex, bitch. Cause you right, we we on married to me, nigga. 
we're going to spiritually divorce over this this, this Clevelandian sea bass. Correct. Holy shit. But that's all I got until next week. But the uh, sun, uh, So you want to do Real Housewives? Let's let Ruth decide. Where you want to go, Ruth? Real Housewives sounds good to me. Okay. <clears throat> yes, London. London was like, ooh, shoot. <laughs> About to get real, mommy. Ooh. London was like, ooh, spicy. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> uh, okay. Fucking. Mm, Portia, come on. Portia is a, it's a crash test dummy. I've never seen, like, <laughs> Portia really in the wrong career. She should be making a living as a ventriloquist dummy because it's always somebody hand in her goddamn back. And Portia is too old. For somebody to always be putting a key in her back and winding her up to stop thinking for herself. She didn't learn shit from that Phaedra situation. She went right up and clicked up with another big dummy. That ain't gonna get you nothing but trouble because Kim stay in some shit and she trying to be messy and get her peach back. It's about to be a hot ass mess. And stay lying. Always. And stay minding somebody else's business because she's still trying to mind Kenya's business about her husband. She is obsessed. It's so weird. Like, don't you got a husband and 45 kids to worry about? Why is she worried about Kenya and what she's doing? With Furthermore, you always comment on Kenya's husband like you ain't buy yours in a, in a charity auction, bitch. We remember the North remembers him. <laughs> yes, you she definitely did. And fucking a married man until Croy walked out on that goddamn stage and you broke your neck to buy him in a silent auction. You need to sit the fuck down, baby, because you just lucked up and Croy was bored. Okay? Right. You found a you found a good country young white man and you cashed in. But don't act like this shit was organic and just happened by chance, beloved. Now check that. Now check that. Huh? Oh, shit, I cannot stand Kim. Kim I don't think Kim deserves to keep coming back on the show because Kim makes such a grand exit every time she leaves the show about never coming back to the show. Well, bitch, stay gone. Please do. We will not miss you. And that washed-up football player husband of yours, stay the fuck gone. And Croy following Kim around like a motherfucking puppy now on every episode so they could get a, so they could both get a check. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you desperate motherfuckers don't kick rocks, I tell you that fucking much. Mm-hmm. Y'all lay low because when Crow get Crow, both of y'all getting a check and y'all need it. Y'all don't got damn kids. Showing working no more. Y'all lay low. You need a check at all. And let's like let's let's discuss it for real. Every person on there who's with somebody, they partner is getting to the money. You don't see Greg in every episode because Greg still got a fucking job. And Greg had Nene living good before she made her way to Real Housewives of Atlanta. That's first mm-hmm. goddamn foremost. Todd was working for Bravo when he met Candy. He was getting to the check as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kenya's husband don't even want to come on the show because he don't even want to risk this this uh, ratchet shit messing up his restaurant. Mm-hmm. Parts of it. He don't even want them filming in his goddamn restaurant. Mm-hmm. Your husband couldn't get picked up in the NFL, so he had to retire, sweetheart. Listen, first of all, <clears throat> first of all, your husband had to quit playing for the Atlanta Falcons. And this is gonna be a self drag because, but football is dead to me, so it's fine. The family need all help they can goddamn get. And your husband, got let, your husband 
couldn't play for the Panthers again. What he a bench rider anyway? Uh, he he only came in on third down. That's so <laughs> <laughs> they use that nigga as a pass rush, and that motherfucker was slow as I how and how he stopped. So oh my god. <laughs> so I mean, hey, I, but anyway. Um, so yeah, so your your husband your husband couldn't even get picked up by the goddamn Cleveland Browns. Mm. Didn't get a job no goddamn way. You ain't no Kim. You ain't low. The only reason you back is because you and Crow broke now, and you need a check. You need a check, bitch. Because you're willing to act a damn fool for it. <laughs> because at, at the right age of fifty nine. Fifty nine. Because listen, let me tell you something. Portia don't add much, and we started to start by talking about how Dixie Portia is. She don't add much, but at least Portia is pretty to look at. She's nice to look at. Looking at Kim is like looking into a treehouse of horror. <laughs> like, why? Kim looks like she always has a yeast infection. Always. <laughs> Kim and them fucked up wigs are like a Dr. Seuss character. Like, what is that on her I head? I asked it like the Lorax. All like, right. Oh, That's a goddamn no. You didn't lie. But... So, Cynthia, mm. the the boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I'm glad to see um, a, a younger face on. Real Housewives of Atlanta, because Eva is officially the youngest cast member. And Lord knows, that is a gorgeous woman. Beautiful. That woman has been gorgeous and is staying gorgeous, and she is just, she is, she is, she is every bit of supermodel gorgeous. Like, she's not just pretty. She, I just know that it was in her destiny to win top model, because she is just that fucking pretty to me. Word. I was watching reruns of it last weekend on Hulu. She looks exactly the same. Like, she has not aged. That was well over 10 years ago. Yeah, it was. I was in high school. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's when the shit came on UPN or whatever. Yep. Um, The CW. The CW, yep. Mm -hmm. Because she won, like, the second season, right? The third. The third, okay. Yep. Yeah, that woman there. And I'm glad to see her on the show. And I know Eva crazy because she had a, a baby with crazy ass Kevin McCall. So I know she about to uh she about to bring the theater to us. Correct. She about to give it to us. And it started early with this nigga that Cynthia dating. Mm-hmm. So C- Cynthia about eight million years old and crying over a nigga. Like she ain't that I'm I'm really tired of Cynthia not admitting that she made a mistake in divorcing Peter because that's what all of this boiled down to. She found out Peter was there. They, she started trying to chase him down. Mm-hmm. I, Peter up there in that goddamn suit looking like a pimp from Augusta. Peter was over there in that goddamn suit looking like the finest bottle of uh, Merlot. He looked good yes. in the mother. That is a good looking older man. Divorce is doing him well. And Cynthia is over there jumping from one fucked up situation to another. I truly believe that Cynthia let the cast influence how she started to feel about her marriage and Peter because Cynthia has literally been chasing Peter since last season. Like, are you coming to my birthday party? Are you doing this? Are you doing that? I want to see you. Why you don't want to see me? You act like you don't miss me. Like, it's weird. 
Like when your Very. little daughter gotta be like, Ma, Peter don't want you no more. Go on on some goddamn wear, please. Right. Yeah, it's go somewhere and just be fine. Hey, Nene new nose is terrible. <laughs> she look like if she get a, a booger, she gonna suffocate. She ain't got enough space to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta keep tissues in her place at all times. It is a dire situation. <laughs> I don't understand getting a new a nose job and the new nose looks worse than the old nose. And I'm also tired of her wigs. I'm tired of the ponytail wig. I, mm. But that ponytail wig is so fucking terrible. It looks so unnatural. It does. Baby doll hair. <laughs> like a frozen wig, <laughs> a cryogenic wig. Correct. Yeah. And I also feel like Nene is too old to have. I feel like Nene had a better style in her earlier seasons of Housewives. She did. Like after after The Apprentice and before now, like that that time period when she really started making all that money after she was on The Apprentice. I feel like that's when Nene's style was the best. Yeah, how you get how you get new money in worse style? I don't get that. Because now she look like a she look like an old bitch trying to be young. Yes, exactly. She's trying to keep up with the Instagram models, and she's just buying shit just to say she got it at this point. Like, you got to keep up with your age and and not be trying to be like these twenty four year olds. You got to stop it. Yeah, you do. You have to. I will say that Nene, oh. Oh, shady, shiesty, fuck you, bitch, Nene, did something that I absolutely love. After that episode where uh, Sheree tried to bring up Nene getting arrested, uh, Nene started making shirts with her mug shot on it. And mm-hmm. selling- yes, child. If you go to her Instagram, she is selling t-shirts with her mug shot on it. So she, and she pretty much said, since so she wanted to keep bringing up some shit, because I brought up the fact that that nigga you in love with is in jail for fraud. Baby, let me go on and make some coin off this mug shot that you keep bringing up like it's relevant. If your enemies, your footstools. Correct. That she did. Um, uh, you know, speaking of making your enemies your footstool, <clears throat> I am tired of Portia still acting like a victim and acting like oh. Andy is wrong for giving her the cold shoulder over this shit. Like, girl, and trying to force Candy to, like, to get over it. Like, Candy has made it clear, like, she keeping the peace, but she's not gonna fuck with you. Like, stop trying to make bitch happen. <laughs> like, you, you trying to... Oh, a rapist, and you trying to be friends with her. Chat girl, man. Like, oh, I'm gonna just keep hugging it out until she feel better. She not gonna feel better. Like, let it go. Like, like she trying to tell Can on uh, Candy to let it go, girl. You need to let it go. Like the girl don't want nothing to do with you, except well, rightfully it. so, right? Because you lucky she ain't whoop your ass to be honest. And and from the previews, it looked like Mama Joe's gonna sit down with her next week and be like, "Girl, I can't wait." Because <laughs> you know Mama Joyce ain't got no filter. When you let pay drop, <laughs> that man say he was coming to blow you the fuck up. <laughs> Shout out, I still listen. Shout out to all friends. Lexi is still the only person I know that do that bad impression so damn good. Yes, shout out to Lexi because I listen. That shit is forever ingrained into my memory. Like whenever I see Mama Joyce, I be in my head like, "Fade, fade, fade." 
Yes, I am so damn tired of can. I mean, a portion. Like, girl, like, I mean, because y'all can't. It's like, girl, not only, like, it would be one thing. Because here's my thing with Portia. It's like, you want candy to get over it, but you still, to this day, haven't fully taken responsibility in your role for that bullshit. Like, you halfway haven't said that, like, I, I might have fucked up a little bit. It's like, no, nah, girl, you fucked up big. You, 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 you fucked up big time. <laughs> you, you did. Because. Because you knew Fadey was on some bullshit and you still went along with it. Like, you, you fucked up pretty big. So it's like. Exactly. We can never hug it out as long as you're not telling the honest truth about the situation. Like, we will never be able to get past it as long as you're still lying. Like, everything in me says that Portia knew that Phaedra was lying to her. But because she had beef with Candy, she was like, fuck it. I'm just about to ride with this shit. Right. And also because Phaedra was gassing her head up. Like, hey, no, hell, you about to you about to convince me that somebody trying to date rape me or rape me to have sex with me, and I didn't offer them my vagina, and they turned it down. They turned it down every time. Mm-hmm. Even, even on even on this episode, she was iron tart, like girl. Exactly. Hey, did you peep, did you peep the shade? No, we're talking. we're talking. <laughs> that was so messy, and I cackle. I rewinded it and watched it again and laughed both times. Like, that shit was shady. Tyler's like, it don't even... Tyler's like, I even see Croy and Kim and Portia out there. And then the camera turned immediately to Portia. I was like, even if you don't did my wife wrong, she still has to hold on there about your dust ass. I was like... I feel like Kim had a lot of nerve being there. Because Kim is another one that shitted on Candy real bad and never owned it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just cannot, I just cannot get past how terribly Kim did Candy with Tardy for the party. Like, I will never get past that. Bitch, we can never be friends as long as you made quite a bit of fucking money off something I did for you and didn't even out the goodness of your heart say, hey, this shit is doing really well. Let's talk about how to split these proceeds. Mm-hmm. They need to take that money on her tax return like they do back child support. Like, there is no way. Like, I don't care if initially it wasn't no business deal. Once the money started rolling in, I'm looking out for my friend. Period. Period. Like, uh, and then and then the crazy part was you just set your dumb ass up there last episode and told that lie about Candy wanted to eat you out. That's why, that's why y'all ain't cool. Girl, what? Ugh. You know what? You know what? Kim is Kim is like if if Kim if, Rose McGowan. I, you bitch! <laughs> <laughs> you nigga! You you took the because I was just about to say like if you could put white feminism into a, a human form, it would be Kim. Would you be, be, uh, let me just say this: Rose McGowan can eat shit, and that's what I have to say about that. That is one. Disgusting, delusional white woman like Kim Zodiac. So, Rose McGowan thought she was going. She was the favorite in the Woke Olympics. Woke Olympics, and she just let me let me tell you something about why I don't subscribe to white women's feminism and a lot and a lot of feminism on Twitter as well. A lot of women who subscribe to feminism do so with conditions. Their feminism is conditional. As long as you're denouncing titles that they deem 
uh, necessary to be denounced. They are going to ride with you. The minute you don't want to do that, then all of a sudden you're problematic and you're this and you're that and ABC. What Rose did to that trans woman at her book signing was disgusting. And then that bitch got on Twitter and said Barnes and Nobles owe her an apology. Mm-hmm. White woman feminism to you. Yeah, it was a mess. But yeah, Kim Kim is really trash. She had no reason to be there. Like you you basically shanked your friend out of money. You not my friend. You take food out my mouth. We not friends. I don't give a period. I, I don't care. You have an opportunity to make sure that I'm eating when you eating off of something I did for you and you leave me to starve, we will never be friends. That's right, Pooh. No. And no friends. You're no friends like that. And right. So, no new friends. so that that is all I have for that. I don't I feel like that was all for Housewives. Nothing else happened. Um no, nah, nothing else uh nothing else happened. Um uh, so um <laughs> so, uh, I, guess, I guess we can get to Black Ink now. <sighs> now, I, I, before we get to it, I have to full disclaimer. Um, I couldn't get it this week because my community in my area been on some bullshit, and I got called cuss these niggas out. So I haven't, I haven't seen the whole episode, but I did see clips uh, from what I did see, and I would just. We, we still gonna get these jokes Let me just say this. I am glad. I am hopeful that Young Bay's mom is okay. But if, like, if she is okay, these motherfuckers got to run me my fade. Because they have wasted a whole ass half a season trying to look for this girl's goddamn mama. I oh. And Sky is a fucking weirdo, and I'm tired of Sky being a weirdo. I've had enough of Sky being a weirdo. The whole shit with and Donna, take Donna. I'm so goddamn tired of Donna. Take Donna and them straw wigs and go to hell, Sky. <laughs> <laughs> Donna and them goddamn um, look, Donna, Donna built like a bag of trash, and her wigs look like a bag of trash. Donna really is built like. Of a, a diabetic foot that's swelling up. <laughs> I mean, she built like a space heater. She, she built hella crazy with a tooth missing and got a nasty attitude. Right? How you have a nasty attitude and you got a tooth missing? Like what? You got bigger priorities. You so you got to humble down, bitch, till you get that tooth put back in. Like you, you, you not a you, you not allowed to you not allowed to cuss me out until your tooth start looking like it's dead. She is so much, but she basically told Sky that Teddy and Miss Kitty kissed in Puerto Rico, which is a complete lie. Right. And Sky, Sky get all mad and try to fight Sky and Kitty in Korea. Bitch, you went out the country to get arrested. Hey, you doing the most? You got to bring that shit back to New York. You can't be getting arrested in foreign countries. Your ass might not come home at all. Right in the career too. Like what? Like, like, did you learn nothing from from Lamelo Ball? Like, what? What are you doing, sis? Being a fucking idiot. So, second of all, I, I got a shout out. Shout out to the side eye because he the show page and said that Scott looked like J.R. Smith. Version of J.R. Smith. 
side out because I know you're going to listen. I would just like to tell you that I hate your ass for for that, but you did not lie. <laughs> you got you to gotta put a J.R. Smith face on Sky. Yes. Jordan yes. Yes, yeah, side eye, because you know side eye is the king of Photoshop. Put please, put do that. Yes, because I know you're listening. I know you're gonna listen to this shit. Yeah, and so that was just really weird to me. Teddy don't seem to want nothing to do with Sky. Well, I mean, like, who does? Who does? About to say, would you? They cool, <laughs> and he cool with her, and they got history. But he don't want shit to do with Sky. All right, yeah, yeah. Sky own damn son don't want shit to do with Sky. Yeah, this is true too. Furthermore, Teddy don't want Caesar sloppy leftovers. Let's, uh, let's also talk about that. This nigga Caesar done fuck damn near everybody in the shop. Yeah, damn near. Yuck. In the words of uh, in the words of our uh, illustrious friend and third couple's Curtis, good the hell looking. <laughs> like, I can't. I can't with Caesar. Ugh. I, I like. I have a history. If y'all look at my track record, I like ugly niggas, but that is an ugly nigga. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I cannot. Uh-uh. Now come on. <laughs> I I I just I'm oh I'm yeah I'm kind of over. I feel like that was all that happened. And for us to be halfway through the New York season or closely approaching it. We've got nothing. Black ain't Chicago is your king. Like it is so, definitely. Bay is pregnant, but she got a whole boyfriend. There's nothing surprising about a woman with a boyfriend getting pregnant. Right. I will say that's probably gonna be one gorgeous ass baby. Well, according to next episode, her and Scott get into it, and she may have possibly miscarried. Oh. Uh, uh, previews. I just said possibly because just wrong every damn thing, don't she? They just, yeah, anything that got something to do with a kid, she fuck it up. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the black widow, black, that, nigga. <laughs> black widow of parenting and childbirth. All right. <laughs> all right. Okay. <laughs> Terrible right. person, man. But yeah, because Scott made a comment while they were at dinner like, um, I don't believe nothing about what you're saying about your dad and shit. And like, Young Bay pretty much jumped over the table on her ass. I just, she just. Mm. First of all, let me tell you something. I I've seen women do that. I just don't understand the. I don't get it because the moment I found out I was pregnant, the moment I peed on the stick before I even went to the doctor, like I started doing things for the sake of my child. So I don't yep. understand trying to fight and letting somebody get you worked up when they're when the health of your baby is at risk. Like those first thirteen weeks are fucking critical. Yes, they are. It is crit. Like doctors literally tell you to lay your ass down because honestly, a lot of OBs don't even bring you in until you about eight nine weeks when they can hear a heartbeat. So anything that happens before they can hear a heartbeat, there's nothing you could do about it. And honestly, they don't try to save a baby before thirteen weeks. You're just gonna have to miscarry. So it's like for you to be the cause of that kind of friction and angst and stress on yourself and your body and your baby, I don't get it. I want to, but I just, I can't foresee something making me that mad where I would, I would have risked London in those first 13 weeks. Exactly. It's like, I'm not like, like, like Scott, Scott is trash, but you gotta, and that's it. You gotta take the, 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 the safety of your baby above. Cause, cause Scott gonna be trash. You know what I mean? Like, 
she don't have nothing to lose. She didn't raise her baby. She don't understand it. And she was so young when she got pregnant, she probably didn't even too much care about the pregnancy. Right. Like she, she had them babies in there and took her ass to jail. Like she don't have anything to lose and her kids currently don't want anything to do with her. Like you can't be fighting with people who don't have shit to lose. Right. And that's not excusing what Scott said because it was trash. You just gotta pick your battle. Definitely. You gotta pick your baby. That's the and like, pick you got got pick your pregnancy because Sky having her way, nobody gonna get to be parents around that motherfucker. Right, because misery loves something. Deadbeat parents love deadbeat parents. That's why her and C's rock so hard. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> hey. yeah, so, uh, I think that's a. Uh, but yeah, Black in Chicago is still king because uh, it's, it's giving us theater and the show ain't e- the show ain't even on right now. Theater. Yeah. Oh my God. Hey, so hey. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Hi. Mm-hmm. Hi. Yeah. Hi. Ooh, yeah. Mommy's finna spill the tea. So, <laughs> I remember when we talked about uh last year when Don got caught cheating because his dumb ass uploaded the videos of him and another girl. Having sex in a hotel room to Snapchat. Yep. That's well, first of all, I have that video, and that sex looked like it was fired in the motherfucker. <laughs> I don't condone cheating, but they looked like they got good and nasty that night. Her hands were tied behind her back and every old goddamn thing. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, anyway, apparently, the uh, apparently the shit has finally hit the fan, and the shade room posted a screenshot of Ashley saying her and Don were separated. And then Don posted some long, drawn-out, I'm sorry, I cheated on you many, 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 many times. Right. Goddamn. Publicly. Right. I'm going to try to be a better husband and a better man. Ashley, I love you so, 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 so much. I got to be a better man. Even though I cheated on you so much and I cheated every, I've cheated on you every season that we've been on the show, but I'm going to try to be a better man. Right. I'm going to try to be a better man for the next season, even though I'm probably going to cheat on you again. The crazy part is people was like, don't post no public apology to me if you cheat on me. These ain't regular people. These niggas mm-hmm. don't have mm-hmm. This they storyline. They just secured the bag for next season. Exactly. A lot of Don and Ashley next season because their whole storyline is going to be about trying to prepare their marriage. Exactly. That's going to be their whole storyline. They secured a check. Furthermore, as I said, Don been cheating on Ashley since season one. Season one, it was Charmaine. Season two is when she found out he had a baby on her on Instagram. Uh, Season three, he didn't cheat, but he came close. And so it's just kind of like Okay, it's only natural that season four they're gonna be trying to work on they they torn apart marriage. Although they had no business getting married in the first place, but none. Right there. Yeah, the next season is gonna be Don working on his four forty four. The crazy part is I know that they're gonna break up because Ashley deleted the post. Mm. Well, yeah, there's that. So we're gonna get some. We're gonna get some. Yeah, so. Either. Like it, it whole, they whole storyline is gonna be like if, like if you got lemonade and four forty four and like Dollar Tree, it would be their storyline next year. Next year. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what it's gonna gonna honestly be. 
but I'm ready for it. I'm here for it. First of all, let me say this. I went to Don Instagram, and I cannot tell a single lie. That is a fine motherfucker. Wow. Listen, that nigga's fine as hell. Fucker. But with that said, his fine ass need to be single if he can't commit to monogamy in his marriage. But I, I get, I get it. And he been working out and shit. And he like, I went to his Instagram. I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> ooh, he is. Ooh, like, oh, 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 no, baby. And that's not <laughs> like, Ashley because I went to her Instagram and she looked like she back working out. She lost the baby weight and some, but. It's just that with them, it's that they tried to put a band-aid on so many issues that they compounded. And it just, it did not work. They did not go away. Right. And so now, now this is the fault. Because you can't, you, you can't cheat on national TV. Let the woman find out you had a baby on her on national TV by a different woman. And, and then just try to fix it with a, with a destination wedding. It, it was too much. It was too much too soon. They should have just, they should have, they should have gone to therapy and tried to work it out. Tried to get in the church. The church ain't stopped that dick from straying. That's right. fucking other bitches in, in the father's name. Right. Father, the son, and the Holy Ghost. Stroke. Spare the rod. He definitely did. And spoiled quite a few bitches. Mm-hmm. Handcuffs, even. That shit was fire. <laughs> Actually, probably. Well, even getting this kind of dick. Fuck you. Like, what? Yeah, it was... That's what I was saying. That shit and was like, that girl took him from the back. I ain't never did that shit to him. Yep, and if they not together, I guarantee you if Cat opening up a shop, he about to go work in that shop and be... and be. Fu- oh, no! Hey, no, yeah. other black dudes. Danielle and the, and the little skinny nigga who always holding his hands out like he Jesus on the cross. They are engaged. I'm out on Terrence. Yes. They got engaged over the yeah. first, of, first, first of all. They are officially engaged. They all went to her IG. Mm-hmm. First Play. of all. Charmaine Africa, they still together. That, say what now? Charmaine and, the, Charmaine and the nigga that ran off to Africa. They still oh, come together. Come on, Neek. Oh, he, he, he went the whole he went the whole ass Africa still with her? Mm. He went to mm. Mm. Went to a whole ass other continent. Mm. That nigga, hey, hey, that nigga went to Wakanda to get away from her. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> too far, too. All right. Okay. He went to South Africa. That's as far away as he could have got. Like, goddamn. Hey, hey, that nigga went to Cape Town. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga over there on the Ivory Coast, thanking God. <laughs> <laughs> Sick of both of y'all. <laughs> hey, that nigga, that nigga went to Cape Town to build fucking fences to get away from her. <laughs> hey, I'm so, I'm so, uh, <laughs> that, nigga, that, nigga, that nigga went to the fucking Congo for infrastructure to get away from her. <laughs> 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 oh, Oh Lord, God bless him. Mm, he's he's still with her. Mm, all, right, all right, good good the hell look. Everybody. I wouldn't even say good the hell look. Everybody, good the hell look, Charmaine. Cause, mm. Mm. Yes, even London. Yes, London got perfect timing. <laughs> 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 <Son is> like, mm. <laughs> 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 
Hey, hey, London was like Blue Ivy where Jay Z. Hey, you gotta be a, you gotta be a heartless motherfucker. You don't like Blue Eye. That is one of the hilarious ass child. She is. She is. She is sassy and full of personality. I love that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They had like to Beyonce. Like that ass. I like the sassy kid. Like to me, it just shows that it's a sign of your child being healthy and expressive and having a personality, and you allowing that in them. Yeah, you gotta rein it in sometimes when they get extra, but for the most part, it's like. They there and they living, they thriving, and that's great. Cause Blue was like, uh, uh-uh. uh, clap another motherfucking time. Right there. <laughs> clap Blue, Blue, hey Blue was like, Blue was like, y'all are at here, and I need you to come down about here. <laughs> you stupid, hey, no, that's the perfect description. You're at a ten, bring it to a five, then a zero. Let's right. start. <laughs> Blue was like, bring it in, bring it in, rain it all in. Yeah, right, so calm down, calm down. Calm, everybody relax. This bitch right. is Yes. Yes. <laughs> Who is this white woman up here? We don't clap for white. No, we don't clap that hard for whites. Like, y'all, bring it in. I am ready for Black Ink Chicago to come back. Yes. Season four mm-hmm. is going to be featuring Nine Mag, so that's mm-hmm. a good thing. Mm-hmm. Now that is going to be interesting. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. And. I- I just want to know if we're going to get more confessional with Queen Rachel ready to put hands on somebody. That's what I want to know. I actually want to see what Kat is going to be into this season because she finally bowed out last season. So I want to see if she's going to continue to get a life outside of 9 Mag. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> well, Rufus is like, no. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, Rufus. She's going to keep talking 9 Mag. <laughs> Said I know somebody just like cat. That girl ain't going away without a fight. Well, <sighs> well, well, good, good the hell look, everybody. Good luck, everybody. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, is that it for Black Ink? Yeah, that's it. Um, I so no, it was no Little Women of Atlanta this week. Um, it was no. Well, last week, I, well, this week actually, and there was no married to medicine last week. Um, there was some growing up hip hop Atlanta, and I am very fucking furious with the producers of this show because y'all are forcing me to side with Bow Wow way more than I ever wanted to in my adult ass life. Correct. I am fucking furious that y'all are making <laughs> Bow Wow seem like a decent, well-adjusted adult this season. A nigga is making. Who is making decisions for himself so that he can feed him and his family? First of all, who the fuck told you to do this, some shit like that? You motherfuckers are making me side with a nigga <laughs> named Shad Mouse. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? Y'all are making y'all are making me have empathy for a nigga who name sound like bullshit weed. What is wrong with y'all? <laughs> I just the brat is a whole fucking weirdo. Let me get this. I shouldn't be surprised because of her past, but the brat is really strange to me. Like, she literally, every time Bow Wow does something, she tells JD. Yeah, she's like his name. You are a glorified babysitter, bitch. Why are you doing that? That's a grown-ass man now. Bow Wow in his 30s now. Right. Yep. Furthermore, I agree with Bow Wow. If you, so last season, JD and Brett got on Bow Wow's head about this coming to Atlanta and getting in the studio and working on this fucking album. Just for JD to run his ass to LA to work on Usher album, and and then 
give me a stand-in producer. But what JD didn't bank on was Bow Wow and that producer chemistry being so good that they in the studio creating fire, and now Bow Wow don't want you nowhere near his project. And Bally, Bally, he ain't wrong. He ain't wrong Bow Wow was right. He said, he said he was like, Jermaine, he was like, JD has a signature style. He has a signature sound. I respect it, but I need to get from under JD's signature sound and style because I'm not little Bow Wow anymore. Right, I'm a grown ass man named Shane. I'm a grown ass dog now. I ain't no puppy. Right, I ain't, I ain't necessarily a pit bull, a pit bull, but goddamn sure ain't a puppy. He damn, he a shit too. That's what <laughs> <laughs> a little, little bitty loud dogs. Yeah, he a little bitty loud barking at. He a little, he like a teacup Yorkie and shit. I, right, I was about to say he like a little Yorkie. It, but and so the so. Bow Wow like pretty much got on IG and released a snippet of a fucking song. Brett sees it and then goes, JD, Bow just released new music. Like, where? Where's the new music? A snippet is not new music. What the fuck are you talking about? Why are you tattletelling? Right, are you okay? No, the fuck you not. Why don't you go put your strap in the dishwasher and mind your fucking <laughs> business? And mind your motherfucking <laughs> business, bitch. Go, go disinfect your sex apparatus. Because I know well, the brat, I, I know the brat is walking around with a strap on on in her boxers. The brat, the only bitch I know with a full set who wears a strap on every day. <laughs> oh my god! Well, that is it for the for Ratchet. Right? <laughs> yeah, we thank you for because we we gotta go because Candace acting like she ain't got no goddamn sense. I'm just saying you but can do everything. I'm searching go, for the lie. You can do everything but go boil your uh, strap ons. Oh my god. In the green pot. Hey, Go boil hey, your strap on in the collard green hey, pot. Hey, hey, this is this is this is fucked up and this is stupid, but hey, why not just get a vision of of, of the of the put some sage on her strap? <laughs> a little rosemary, a little poultry mix of herbs. Oh my god. It comes with sage, rosemary, and thyme. Hey, why? Hey, why did hey, I just? Hey, no, hey, why did I just imagine her sprinkling parsley on it after it's done? Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say even that a little. Hey, some lemon, a lemon caper sauce strap. Hey, a lemon risotto strap. <laughs> a strap dandian sea bass. Oh my god! Strap landian. <laughs> <laughs> and you too can get this strap landian sea bass with a lemon caper sauce. And a lemon with and risotto in, in the in the rubber ball risotto. And a ru- <laughs> <laughs> with a side of butt plug on the side. <laughs> we are terrible people, man. <laughs> I honestly don't want to run through the rest of the show. Well, I do want to talk about Deb Atney and her her godson, but I think I saved Regine and Tiny in this in this trivial bullshit and this, the stuff with the breast reduction till yeah. next week when I see the results of where if the daddy gave the girl the money for the for the photo shoot or not. But I am listening. Deb Atney is a better woman than I'll ever be because. She really gives that godson of hers a lot of rope to hang himself. Yeah, he like, he is not nearly as talented as he believes himself to be. Exactly. And so he thinks that's he's how you, that, to go that, that's, how, 
that, not because that's how you know that Dan Man is is a uh, is a reformed uh, uh, mistress. Because I back her up I, in a past life, she would have shot this nigga by now. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we talking about like you've been around that woman forever, and you saw how much shit she went through trying to develop the careers, the careers of Gucci, Nikki, Wa- your own god brother Waka, everybody else, and you really think you just about to up and start a record label and be a success? Boy, if you don't sit your goddamn boy, like get get the hell over it, like, and you not that great of a vocal coach. You not that damn great. You know what? Push pause. Push pause real quick. Push pause. Speaking of vocal, um, <clears throat> I know this is way off topic, but uh, in 2018, we all still calling Brandy a vocal bible. Mm. You mm. not. You're not about to get the show attacked on Brandy because you know her are a different breed of folks. Well, you well you right because you know Brandy is Scientologist, so she probably gonna have fucking Zenu. You <laughs> gonna have David Miscavige in our mentions. <laughs> <laughs> Brandy has some bops. I will give her that. She does. What we not finna do? What we not about to do in 2018 is act like Brandy is no goddamn Whitney Houston. Okay? Enough Listen. is damn enough. Yes, she gave us full moon. Yes, her debut album was nice. But Brandy hasn't been a musical force to be reckoned with in a very, very, very long time. So can we just sit down? Oh, Listen, one of the funniest tweets I saw today was somebody said that people call Brandy a vocal Bible and she's barely a pamphlet. Nigga, when I tell you I was fucking howling. She like one of them she like at best she one of them pocket Bibles Look, that, that, don't have, that don't have a whole it only got a few testaments in it. Right, you talking about like them little green Bibles that like the Jehovah Witness leave for you? Yeah. <laughs> she one of them tracks that they hand out of tent revivals. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I heard it because I will argue with well, you. First of all, there you go, Rupert. First of all, I'm trying to figure out how. First of all, Brandon is Scientologist, and you know they don't believe in the Bible. So how she a vocal Bible when Scientologists don't believe in the Bible? I am confused. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I I ended up watching that Leah Remini show, and then I ended up falling down the rabbit hole and watching the documentary on Scientology. When I tell you the principles of Scientology is founded on some bullshit, I just the founder said that Scientology is based on the fact that aliens inhabited. Aliens killed us, then inhabited our bodies, and so we are all aliens in human bodies. Oh, see, even London know that's some bullshit. That why. See, listen, first of all, shout out to Jade and XD, Jade and XD podcast. They have been staunch profounders in the evils of Scientology and have founded Niggas Against Scientology. Listen, let me tell you something. Listen, legal remedy like that. Listen, Scientologists are crazy as hell. Crazy as hell. No, I'm going to tell you the craziest part of Scientology has to be the fact that the uh, current uh, leader of Scientology is like 5'1 and he weighs like 130 pounds. And so when you watch that Leah Remini show, and they talk about how David Miscavige was beating on them. And you go Google him and see that he's five one. You know, you I was sitting there like you motherfuckers got to be kidding me because it ain't a motherfucker alive at the height of five one that's gonna beat my ass. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Not when he- I'm five one. And- yeah. Okay. Like, okay. What you say? Hey, say Ruthie broke up a little bit. Oh no, I 
said, I'm five foot. Yeah, you, take you not finna beat my ass at five hey. one. Listen, let me tell you something. Motherfucker five one and all of 160 pounds, let me tell you what the fuck we not finna do. He ain't even 160 pounds. That nigga's a strong 130 pounds. He built like an Instagram model, truthfully. Honestly. He built like somebody that's on Earth, like, okay, we're going to go side on me too far. Okay, cool. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> that's enough. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, I just that was totally unrelated. But yeah, um, mm, in, in 2018, stop calling Brandon a vocal Bible because... Mm, mm, mm. They call her uh, a driving exam manual. <laughs> All right. All right, all right. That's it. That's enough. We for the end. All right. For the from the DMV. That is that is enough. That is enough. Oh, okay. That lady with eyes. Oh, oh but yeah, I would. I really wish they would stop playing about our own grown hip hop Atlanta. Brandy looked like a praying mantis though, and y'all not gonna get on me. Yeah. Look, look, she looked like Borat on Space Ghost Coast Coast. Oh my God. Those eyes is further apart than a payday after you've been broke for a week. <laughs> Brandy's eyes are about as far apart as Jeffrey and Pleasure P are with being faithful. Brandy's eyes are farther apart than Sky and her son's relationship. Damn. Okay. <laughs> that might have been a little too far, but we yeah, I think, I, I think we can wrap up because that yeah, yeah, we, we did what we had to do. But listen, we are done for the night. We will be back next week. Uh, Super Bowl is this Sunday. I don't give a fuck who loses, but I hope it's the Patriots. Uh, listen, let me tell you something. I know that Eagles fans will fight every nigger in here. However. <laughs> The Patriots. We can't let we can't let Donald Trump's friend win, y'all. I know, I know Eagles fans are trash. I know it. Cannot let, I know. Ma- cannot let Maga's team win. We I'm a Steelers fan, and I just don't want the niggas to have six rings. The, the, I, you know what? Valid. I appreciate the pity, Rudy. I do. I appreciate the pity. I appreciate the pity. And listen, honestly, listen, y'all can say what y'all want. If the Eagles manage to fuck around and win, the amount of pity. That Eagles fans are going to unleash. <laughs> Nigga, listen. Listen, I'm going to have my damn popcorn like Michael did in the damn thriller video. And I'm just going to shut up and just watch. Cool. Eagles fans are going to be so goddamn petty. It's going to be crazy at work on Monday. I work with a lot of people from Philly. It's going to be a hot mess. Oh, li- listen, let me tell you something. You got you got a live tweet. You got <laughs> Listen, you got I'm going home. I might take my ass into the office on Monday if the Eagles win. Because it's going to be a shit show. Listen, you gotta go to work. You gotta go to work Monday and live. If you can leave the house, that shit gonna turn into a war zone. Well, right. see, I live in Pittsburgh, so I'll be good. But oh, okay. I work oh. with a lot of people from Philly. Oh, okay. I was finna say, like, if you were there, you gonna have to wear a bulletproof vest. Oh yeah, no, nah, I wouldn't be going out. Mm-mm. It's gonna be look. You, you, it's gonna be some shit like the purge. <laughs> you gonna you gonna have to get Leo. You, you gonna need an aid or something, but. We are done. Um, Ruthie, thank you so much for being here. This has been a blast. Thank y'all for having me. Tell everybody where they can find you on social media if you want to be found. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Equality Mess, um, on Instagram at underscore Petty Shabazz, and on Snapchat at It's Niece Beer. It's Niece N I S S B B I H, like how it's So 
That's where you can find me. The, yeah. the, the Deacon Plies. Yes. And y'all niggas know where to find us already. Follow follow the show page, Ratchet Rambling. You can catch me on Twitter at London and Mommy. Um, you can catch the Grinch that stole Valentine <laughs> uh, at Blyke, B-L-I-K-E underscore Dante. And we will see you all next week. And don't forget the lost, one of the lost commandments is be a greater hoe and not a hater hoe. And don't be weird on the, don't be weird on Al Green's internet. And we will see y'all next week. Yes.